Welcome to uh, your favorite podcast in the world. It's KCYZ Nerd Radio. That's Carlos over there. I'm Carlos. That's Kelly. I'm Kelly. Uh, this is uh, called Nerd Radio because we nerd out over a bunch of stuff, but mostly we nerd out over wine and booze or record players and vinyl records Ice. or toys, ice. <laughs> I um, Speaking of which, I have an ultra clear. Oh, wait, no, it's still white. I can't make my ice any clearer than you can't, this. It, I mean, I'm telling you, look, go to YouTube and see how hard it is to make clear ice. It's it, it's so impossible. You need a special. What, you need distilled the, water. What's the process? Oh, okay. It's you need to do. You need to boil the water, and then you need it deep because the bubbles will only you know the bubbles go up so much, and then once they reach a certain point, then it's all clear up on top. I mean, it is this whole whole process. To get clear eyes. Wow. <clears throat> well, um, no, I'm I'm getting this right out of the tap and yeah. uh freezing it and it's Everett water. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh speaking of that, I decided today to um to continue with my uh my gin and tonic. I knew that we were gonna record an episode, and if I open an entire bottle, I was going to drink an entire bottle. And <laughs> as I as I mentioned, I'm trying to cut down on my drinking. So when did you mention uh, just, that? Uh, on one of the episodes, did you? You were you were drunk. Oh, okay. I thought I heard that what I was going to drink more. <laughs> what are you drinking, my friend? I went fancy. Oh, FST. Were you final, guys just final. there or something? We were. We were there on Saturday. On Saturday? No, you were there on Sunday, right? No, on Saturday. Oh, you were there on Saturday, yeah. and then you went back to Woodenville on Sunday too. Oh, you we stayed, stayed there, overnight. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> So, should we talk about this for a second? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first, if you're listening and you're not from around here, Woodenville in Washington is like second only to maybe Napa in California right now as far as wine country. Yep. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. There's a ton. There are dozens, it seems like. There's there's over 150 wineries. In Woodenville? Tasting rooms in Woodenville. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes, many dozens. <laughs> okay well you know i've got we've got stuff to do we've got places to go because i don't think we've even come close to to uh to them that is the problem too because so many of them are really good yeah yeah they're really good um so, so part about yeah if you tell us about your weekend well if you look at our bio and kelly you wrote it oh. it says two snobby guys that like to talk about wine and vinyl. I think and, I said two wine snobs or something. So I this story might guys. might put us on the, and then I think that you and I would I think that you and I would sort of react the same way to this. So we have a friend who a month ago told us in the text message was my my brother has tickets for a wine event at Chateau Saint-Michel. Do you guys want to go? And then we're like, sure. Yeah, we'll go. And then we looked on the website and we didn't see any events there. And it's like, well, I'm not sure what exactly she, and okay. And then we didn't ask, right? We didn't, we weren't, we didn't ask the specific question. What event is this? We didn't ask that. We just assumed it was an event because they needed tickets. The word was tickets. Right. So uh so we get there and it turns out that it was just a regular old wine tasting that they had 
that they had prepaid for back in November, I believe. Wow. Why do because you have to prepay for wine? I'm not sure. And I hope that they don't listen because they're going to know exactly who this is. And <laughs> afterwards, I, I just chuckled to myself and I'm like, okay, um, we just went to a regular old tasting and in, in Woodenville and uh, Lori got us a hotel room so that we could just go have, because we weren't sure what it was. It's like, if it was an event and we were going to get hammered, we didn't want to drive all the way back. Sure. And I mean, I love getting hammered in front of people I don't know to make the absolute most best first impression I can. I know this about you. Uh, so we turned it into a little weekend. So we start the day off by going to a festi on Saturday. We go have lunch and then we go to this 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 tasting at the with our friends and then go and do more stuff and then did did more tastings on Sunday. And we ended the night on Sunday last last night at uh azteca mexican food in linwood drinking margaritas and eating tacos so it was pretty fantastic <laughs> sounds fantastic what wineries did you hit so you hit fst we hit a festi we went to chateau saint michel uh three of cups oh three of cups you and i have been yeah. there before yeah uh and cat five cat which five was really good is... Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. It was really, we got a couple bottles there and I don't know, like one or two more. I don't remember what they were. It was one of those days where we drank pretty much all day, but steadily. So it was just a, a dull buzz for 48 <laughs> straight hours. Sounds fun. I mean, that's what we do. We're pros. Don't We're try pros. this at home. Yep. 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 Um. So yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Cheers to you. Do you know what I did all weekend? I didn't ask. So I no. I wrote and I I wrote uh, the end on the first draft of the new novella, 30,000 words. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, of course um I started rereading it and I'm like this is shit. But that's mm. how I feel about everything, so um <laughs> if you like my writing uh, you might still like this, even though it's shit. Was your chair uh, properly screws tightened and proper the proper height to the table? No, because uh, of oh. course I did it. I did it at a bar. <laughs> you know what? It's going to be brilliant, just like the other stuff. I'm looking forward to to reading it, and I'll read well, it. Well, it. Oh, it's short, so um, it's only thirty thousand words. So uh, That's a lot of words. Uh, the the novel is sixty thousand though, so you know it's it's half of a I mean, novel. It might take me a couple months <laughs> to get fine. through. That's fine. You might like this one. I don't know. I I was starting to reread it, and I was like, boy, I think I was in a bad mood writing this because it's kind of mean, oh. and um and nasty. So we'll That's see off. how it you goes. Know, That's the stuff I like. Well, yeah, Lori and I were talking about your your novella the other day, and I said, you know, I wanted the spider to eat the kid. <laughs> it's like I was looking forward to reading that, like, oh, and she went up and started wrapping up this little kid in her web, and the little kid's like, oh, no, my mommy, mommy, and then the spider goes like, ah, and then wrap him up, bite her maybe. Yeah. And it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But. 
spoilers by the way thanks the oh, novel comes fine. out in june <laughs> well i mean i think a lot of people would appreciate that you know did sure. i spoil this it doesn't matter no, it's fine <laughs> let's say my novella. version the novel is completely different okay um, but no, yeah, I, I like, you know, I like it when uh, it's mean and people get it that people end horrible ends that you don't want them to. Well, there's a lot of that happening in this uh, in oh. this new novella. And I, nice. I plan on that coming out in September. And then I've got a couple of little other things that will probably come out this year besides the novel, of course. And uh, and then I'm diving right into the next novel, which will be next year, I hope. Sheesh. You're so, ready to go. Just gonna keep on keep on turning. Putting my head in the sand, and ignoring the world burning all around us, and uh, just just right. Yeah, I mean, um, no, I appreciate. I, I I'm proud of you, buddy. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks, man. You Thanks. need a. I I need to get and hold on and take some of this motivation to do my stuff. I've only done completely stupid things for a couple weeks in a row. Just complete, utter, waste of time, <laughs> idiotic, moronic things that uh, um, I finally made my wife super pissed. Oh. So that probably wasn't the best thing ever. After but, 20 uh, years. Yeah, I think she was pretty, I think she's pretty mad about this one. Uh-oh. Do you, can you share? Um. Yeah, I... I went to my friend Evan's house, who's an artist, but he's yeah. not a traditional painter. Or, well, he's he paints. He does like multimedia stuff. He paints, but like he doesn't draw. Like he can't draw you a realistic. Well, he probably could, but that's not his thing. And uh, his wife gave him a tattoo pen for Christmas. Yeah. So my buddy has a whopping four weeks. Mm -hmm. of uh tattooing mostly on himself he's given himself about seven tattoos so far and i think he's done like two or three of his buddies well i'm number four yeah you sent me and... a picture <laughs> listen i i want to save this for next week i want to talk about tattoos next week <laughs> okay because because i've got a big one you've got a big one and a couple of small ones now i've got uh I've got five. Okay, wear oh, wear a robe. Three, four. No, I got six. I've wear a robe next week up. so that you can show everybody. Make sure you do some lifting before. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I'm... So so that pissed her off. That's uh not surprising. But let's yeah. save that for for next I week. I wanted to um give a little update on uh the tragedy of my record player. Uh, uh I did get it to work again and so i can play records on it but the the cool function of that auto return mm, and all that that does not work yeah and i can't quite figure that out i reached out to my guy and he said that he's pretty sure that the uh nylon gear that sits in the center has worn out and that that's pretty common and i asked him if i if i could buy that off of him and he gave me the old that's pretty difficult to replace and told me all the things I'd have to do. And I said, well, if I can't replace it, instead of shipping my changer all the way over there again, um, I bet you I could find someone I could pay here to replace it. Although I was looking at it and I was like, I think I can handle this. And, You're smart, uh, dude. and then he just kind of has ghosted me now. I'm like, oh, God, 
I think I'll reach out to him one more time to say, if you don't want to sell me one of these, can you at least tell me what the gear is so that I can mm. go on the hunt for it or something like that? I'm sure it's on eBay, but it's some, um, you have to probably be helpful to know the model number. It, exactly right. And, uh, you know, and I know all of that stuff, but well, anyway, I can still listen to records now. Everything, uh, everything has calmed down here. And, uh, and with that in mind, I should tell you what I've been listening to this week. Tell me. Okay. Uh, this record has uh, holds a special place in my heart. Uh, when I was like 17, I had my first car, which was this shit brown 76 Chevy Monza. Broke down more often than it ran, but it was an easy enough engine that I could fix things on it if it broke it down. And we had a place in Bellingham called uh, Cellophane Square, which was used records and tapes. CDs weren't even a, a thing back then in the mm. Stone Age. But um, in the in the early 80s, I had found this band called Loudness from Japan. Oh. And uh, they had kind of a hit record in like 1983 over here. But uh, that sent me on this wild goose chase of trying to find all their records before that. And uh, this was one of the ones I found at, uh, oh shit, who's calling me? This is one of the ones that I found at Cellophane Square back when I was 17, uh, 1986, I guess this would have been. Okay. This is called Law of Devil's Land. The album is from um, 81, I believe. And that's the one you and had when you were a kid? Yeah, it's still got the cellophane square sticker. I paid a whopping eight ninety nine for this, and that was that was not no, nothing that's a lot Back to in me. The, what seventies? How dare you? <laughs> Eighty. That's like thirty dollars now. Eighty seven. Oh. Okay. Um, but I love it because it's got the it's got the import Japanese rap on it, and uh, it's really it's really great music. Um. This this guitarist Akira Takasaki is considered the Eddie Van Halen of Japan, and just just amazing. And so it's nice hard rock and heavy metal stuff. And uh, I remember when I bought this record, I then bumped into a gal um, who needed a ride back to the school that we both went to, and um, and that started a a love affair that has lasted all the ages. Um, she was just the uh, love of my life. But uh, this record ha holds, you know, a, a special place for me. So when I listen to it, I think about that and her and all that. Uh, Loudness, the Law of Devil's Land. Have I heard that one? Have you played that one when I was when I've been there? No, I'll play it for you when you come over next. All right, all right. Because that other Loudness is awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I forget what it's called. I have a picture of it Thund if I ever come across Thunder it. Thunder in the East. Thunder in the East. Yeah. What about you, buddy? What are you listening to? You know, I've. I've been listening to a band that I thought I knew a little bit about, but it turns out I know nothing about. Oh. I've been listening Credence. to, to Credence. CCR, yeah. Look at that. So this album I picked up at the not-so-bargain record and CD store that's by your house. And it says that it's um, from the Royal Albert Hall concert. But then there's a label on the bottom that says we goofed. <laughs> Due to inadequate master tape labeling, the contents of this album were 
derived from a master tape of the concert recorded at Oakland Coliseum, not at Royal Albert Hall. Huh. So they so... messed up on the label. So they labeled it saying it's an error. So weird. Wouldn't it have been just as easy to, uh, I mean, I suppose if you printed up a hundred thousand of those yeah. labels, then you're, uh, you're not going to redo them, but right. what, do you, what do you think of the music? Oh, I love it. I, I, I mean, I, it, it's, it's just part of me not knowing too much about music still where a lot of these songs, I didn't even know were them like the Bayou song. I didn't know it was them. So the reason that I thought I knew about them is because actually I thought Credence was a full-on hick Southern white trash rock band. I That's what I thought. I thought only mullet, wife-beater dudes drinking the cheapest beer listen to this stuff. But they're from they're from almost the San Francisco area. These dudes are total California, Northern California. <laughs> they had never stepped foot in the bayou when they wrote Bayou. They they do this one song where they talk about Moline, which I'm assuming it's Moline, Illinois. They've never been in Mo they've never been in <laughs> Illinois. Like I've been to Moline, Illinois. These dudes have not been to Moline, Illinois. So it's kind of a uh I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even quite sure how to dis describe it. Um but there's a documentary about them on Netflix narrated by Jeff Bridges that shows the the ending point is the concert in in London so it shows like how they sort of got there and uh the funny thing is that these guys had been together for a long time and wanted to be famous and then basically did stuff that they thought would hey this might make us famous like they they changed their names a few times the beatles came so they changed their names to the scallywags <laughs> Was that is that how is that how you say it? Do you know this? Scallywags. Scallywags. And then they started doing this, you know, Beatlesque stuff. And then they're like, oh, all of these other bands became popular after they covered some old songs. So they did I put a spell on you. They they did a put a spell on you and some other one. And <laughs> it's like they're the definition of fake it till you make it. And uh <laughs> And it, uh, I don't know, it works because they did uh, write some pretty good songs after they became super famous. What's your favorite song on the album? Fortunate Son. It's a good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that one. Uh, let's see, not change. I mean, Who Will Stop the Rain is also really good. Between those two. Uh, so... I like them, but I feel lied to at the same time. <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> this isn't my real skin color, by the way. I can't I my you face take a shower it. and then you have to reapply all that. Like, hey, they say Mexican is the way to go nowadays. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, I Did I just admit to blackface on our show? That's hilarious. <laughs> brown face it's fine uh we were going to talk about this episode uh favorite concerts and live shows we've been to yeah you've probably been to way more than me probably i'm considerably older probably well not only that but my first concert i was 20 
21 or 22. Okay. I've never been to, unless you count Carmen concerts as real concerts that they would take <laughs> me to when I was a kid for church. <clears throat> well, you've been to a Carmen concert? I have not. Okay. I have not. They were free, I guess, for church groups. <laughs> Did Jimmy Swagger come out with his uh, drummer? <laughs> he was the opening act. <laughs> Um, All right. Um, I want to hear about uh, like your favorite concert. My favorite. And you know what? You told me that this is what we were going to talk about. <clears throat> oh, easy. Mm. Super easy. My favorite concert was um, probably 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Uh, Lori message, Lori mess. I've always worked from home, so I've always been home. Uh, Lori messaged me at about 10 o'clock. We lived in Queen Anne, right across the street from Key Arena. We lived, uh, we lived there during this time. And Lori messages me at about 10 o'clock in the morning and says, Foo Fighter tickets are going to go on sale at noon at Showbox Market. And I had just gotten home from the gym. I don't even think I took a shower. I think I just got an Uber and then went right down to Showbox Market, got in line, and there was already a pretty big line. The line, if you're familiar with Showbox Market, the line had already come, um, had gone around the corner and about halfway up the block. And uh, I got there like 10, 15, 10, 20 or so. A little bit later, this guy came and said, there's only... 300 tickets available some of you are not going to get tickets and then he said that to the group of people within like five or ten people from where i am so he was talking directly to us and it's like you guys can stay here but it's going to be a while for you to get up to the ticket booth and actually find out if you have them i'm like all right <clears throat> so i stayed there so about two hours later when they start selling the tickets Another guy comes with wristbands, gives me a wristband, and the there was a girl right behind me, gives her a wristband. But then again, to that group, about 10 people, he's looking at us and saying, even though you have a wristband, it's not guaranteed you're going to get tickets. You can stay if you want. <clears throat> but by this time, the guy was saying that the line had already gone way to the other to the other side of the block and around that corner. And then he's like, he kept on yelling, you will not get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling it all the way through. He says, I guarantee you, you will not get tickets. So I'm in line and I don't get to the ticket window until about five or five 30. And I had gotten there just before 10 30. Wow. And I bought my two tickets they were 25 bucks each. They told us you have to, you had, they said, if you buy these tickets, when you have to present your ID, uh, the deck, the day of the show, and this was a Thanksgiving show. So this was about three weeks, three weeks later, I get my two tickets. The girl behind me gets her tickets and I sort of stick around to see what happens. And the person at the ticket window says, that's it. We're sold out. Wow. And she closes the thing. So the person behind me was, those were her tickets were the last tickets. And that show 
was the Foo Fighters show that they were doing promo while the Sonic Highway album was out. They did a three and a half hour set at Showbox Market. And I was probably 15 feet from Dave standing up the whole entire time. <clears throat> it was it wasn't uh, a small small amount of people he brought in people from virginia from his first band um you know friends the the pearl jam dudes were there uh chris was there from nirvana like a bunch of famous people were there and uh it was probably that's my best concert ever you that can't be beat for, that's pretty cool i love it um i still have I had a Blackberry during that show. Have I ever sent you pictures that I took from there? No. No. I'll have to find them because they were they they looked they look good. The the Blackberry pictures, which just shows you how close I was. Because uh. <laughs> if I had been a little bit further back, that cam that phone did not have a good camera. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'll send you one. It was pretty darn close. And we did see Foo Fighters again later. Um, at a big music festival, they were with uh, uh, there were a bunch of other wankers that had beards. They were popular for about a year and a half. I don't remember what their names are. At a big, you know, at a big, uh, like a f football stadium somewhere in Walla Walla, and it just wasn't the same. Mm. It wasn't the same. So, I don't think I would want to go see the Foo Fighters again, <clears throat> just because. It's not going to be as great as that. Right. And all the songs that they played there are still my favorite songs. They haven't done they haven't <laughs> done much new stuff that I just absolutely in love with. Sure. Um, but that's my story. I'm sticking to cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. How about you? Um, I think my favorite show, I skipped my senior prom to go see Bill the Idol down at the Seattle Arena. Oh. And uh that was really cool they shot the money money video while we were there so we listened to money money about 14 fucking times but um that was really what, cool hold on so he played that song 14 times yeah because they had the cameras just flying back and forth and you know they tell us okay this time we really want you to go crazy so, so if, uh, I if you look on close YouTube... in the video if you look close in the video i'm the guy going yeah flashing <laughs> but that's not that's not my favorite concert um oh. so you've you've brought up um the q5 records a couple of times uh my brother at the time i was in high school was in the band q5 and and he was signed on to polygram records and so he would get um comp tickets to all these shows and a lot of times i meant backstage passes and all sorts mm. of stuff and he took me to acdc in 1986 for the wow. who made who tour and just a lot of cool stuff was happening. Uh, Queensryche opened for them and then ACDC and they just sounded fucking amazing in 86. But we're on the ground. We're on the floor. We actually got box seats, but he's like, let's go wander down on the front on the ground. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's go do that. So we're on the floor wandering around and these I'm 14 or let's see 15, I guess these two smoking hot young girls come running up and they're like, Oh my, and uh, asking him for an autograph and everything. And he signed this girl's boob in front nice. of me. 
And, uh, you know, it's the closest I had seen to a real boob by that time. And I was just like, I got to learn how to sing. Uh, like which full is, on boob out? Would, no, no. But it was still enough for, you know, 15-year-old Kelly Young. But um, to make, uh, to top that even, then um, his guitarist and the guitarist's wife were at the show. And the guitarist's wife was a uh, music reviewer. And she was going back to interview ACDC. And she says, hey, Kelly, you want to come back and meet the band? And Holy I was like, moly. yes, I really do. And so I bought, I went out and bought a program for 30 bucks, which was a mint to me. It's like $120 and, uh, in today's money. And I brought that in there and I got them all to sign it. And I got to talk to them all for a little bit. And I was just oh, like, wow, that was really cool. And my brother, you know, he didn't go back there, but he, you know, he's like, do you have a good time tonight? And I was like, I had a really good time tonight. And he goes, you better have, because I haven't even met ACDC. I've never seen this program. Why isn't it framed somewhere? I, I need to dig it out. I was looking for it. I moved into this place and uh, from my old place, and I knew where everything was in the old place, but this place is a little smaller. And so stuff is still packed away. And I needed to dig it out. I was trying to find it just so I could show it to you. It's It's pretty cool. Is it signed to you? Um, I don't know if they personalized it or not but they I, I handed it and they all just passed it around and autographed it there's this empty space right here <laughs> i will put this up i will put that up on this wall you don't get all my signed stuff that's you'd say it's better than it being in your playboy right. drawer you're right um Hey, we're on our uh, our last couple of minutes, so it's time for a show and tell. No, oh, I remember geez, show I and tell. Forgot about show and tell, and then I'm looking right at it. Yep, go oh. ahead, you first. You want me to go ahead? Yep. Okay, so you know that. Um, well, a, I'm a nerd, mm. uh, and I am also a gun collector, Ooh. but I am also a nerd gun collector. And one of my favorite movies is Blade Runner. And so I collect Blade Runner gun model kits. Uh, this one is uh, a really nice exact replica with the uh, the uh, opaque handle and everything. It's actually got moving parts on it and all that shit. It's really cool. That is very then, cool. This one was a 3D printed one that's a snub nose version of it. And uh, I had to paint all of that. I thought I did a really good job on that. that that's not real wood. No. Isn't that, isn't that good? Holy cow. Yeah, that's great. That's not too bad. That's not too Look bad. at that. You fix and, cars. You fix record players. You can paint. You write. I'm a nerd. This one's a squirt gun. <laughs> so I, I kind of love this one. You know, uh, I need to get a water gun so we can have a water gun fight at your house. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Lots of books in my place. <laughs> right after the pillow fight. <laughs> All right, buddy. What would you bring for show and tell? Um, so my nerdum, although I wasn't nerd, this was not a nerdy thing when you're a kid, but now if you're an adult, I guess it's kind of nerdy. I collected basketball cards. Ooh, so that there. This is a 1992 hops hoops card of Michael Jordan, um, the dream team when they were when they uh they won the gold medal in 92. I used to have the whole the whole set of all the players 
uh, but it somehow got lost in my in my travels. And there was a card. There is there is a card shop in. Well, there's a bunch of card shops, and I'd like to go to them. And they were selling this one for five bucks. So I thought, eh, I'll take it. Um, I used to have. What's nine times ten? Ninety. I had <laughs> nine. <laughs> carry the one 90 um jordan cards okay uh i had them i had he had his own binder of just jordans and every now and then to depress myself i go and look to see how much those cards are worth and some of them are they're like 500 cards oh man yeah but uh yeah that that's gone um when I went back to my childhood home last year, I went down in the basement and we had this crazy, scary basement. And I remember hiding stuff in a little nook. And I went there and looked and there was a box. And inside of that box, I had a bunch of basketball cards. I probably had about 200 and I brought it, I brought it home. And the other day I went through them and they're all trash. But I think you, <laughs> what I did is for some reason, I took the basketball cards, I opened them and then I wrapped them up in tissue paper and I put a little label on them that says like 89, 90 and 88, 89 skybox or upper deck. So I labeled them what they were, <clears throat> but it was like, why did I wrap them in tissue paper and then wrap them in tape and then put them in a baggie? And then put them in this box. I'm trying to figure out exactly what the the rationale is behind that. Yeah, much like anything I do, it does not compute at all. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, well, basketball you cards. To, you were trying to keep it uh, pristine. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I I I sorted through, took out all of the the Sonic players, and then I posted those a while ago. And I had a couple buddies like, "What are you gonna do with those?" Because they're like Sonics players from the from the '90 season, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what I want. He's like, I want to buy them, so they've I've already had offers to just to buy the Sonic stuff. I don't know, I, I might keep it. I might keep it now. Just think of how many more record players you could buy if you got rid of those. I mean, I could use. <laughs> I could use more. Uh, I had a, I didn't tell you, I had on my show, see, this is going to come out on Monday, so it might be out already if I get, if I get myself moving, but I had the owner of Atomic, Atomic, Records. is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I should know this because I literally just spoke to her. Atomic Genius Records. It's a record shop in Puyallup, downtown Puyallup. Uh, I took my mother-in-law there. I thought that was fun taking my mother-in-law to a record shop. Uh, she was so funny. We, I took her to an appointment, a doctor's appointment, and then afterwards, it's like let's go to, let's go have an adventure. So we went to this record shop, and I'm there looking for stuff, and then she just walks up to me and she goes, "Here, so you can buy one more because I know you're gonna get one." <laughs> she gave me some money. <laughs> I wanted to say I actually want a box set. You might need to. <laughs> That poor woman. <laughs> you might need to cough up a little bit more. 
But now I didn't say that. I was very gracious. Very gracious. Uh, well, anyway, so I had this started this conversation with the owner there. Her name is Beth Curtis. And then uh, I posted some stuff, tagged her in it. She thanked me for tagging her in it. And then I'm like, hey, I have this. I have my own little podcast where I like to talk to business owners and cool stuff. And yeah, she came today and we recorded for about an hour. And it was pretty neat talking to a record store owner. Well, fantastic. That's a great segue into where people can hear that and find you if you want them to find you. Yeah, so CZ Media Podcast. Um, it's been up and down here for the entire show. CZ Media Podcast on all of the social apps and on YouTube. I'm trying to really get back to talking to business owners because um, that's what I did a lot for the first mm, few years that I've been doing it. And uh, we're getting the start of it. How about you? Fantastic. Can't wait to see that one. Uh, you can find me at writtenbyklyoung.com, uh, where you can find links to my scripts, uh, screenplays, and very soon my novel, which I forgot to bring in with me. But you've, got, you've all seen it by now. And you can also find me every Thursday on Strange Eons Radio, which is a podcast that I do with Eric Margaret and Vanessa Williams, pop culture podcast. We talk about movies, television, comic books, video games. All sorts of stuff like that. Everything that we don't talk about on this show. Mm. No, it's awesome. I I super enjoy reading it and then uh, messaging you and Eric and arguing. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> well, all right, buddy. That's all the time we have for this show. Um, I, hey, I really loved uh, somebody commented on um, on our episode. I don't on know YouTube? You There's on been YouTube. a few. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah like, thank you really for commenting. Nice. We need to do a giveaway or something. Do you have a Let's book to a giveaway? Um, maybe some hmm. underpants. Some strange maybe I could uh, give away a uh, a advanced copy of the novel or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So follow. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that. And uh, yeah, like, follow, share, and comment. That helps the algorithm a lot. All right, Thank brother. You. I love All you. Right. Adios. Love you too. Bye bye. See you, man. Bye.